Welcome to Tell Me Some More with me, your host, Dr. Shiva, clinical psychologist and curious human about all things emotions, relationships, connection, and growth. My mission is to help you in improving your self-confidence and your relationships, both with yourself as well as with others, and to increase your awareness around the topics that actually matter in order to live an intentional, fulfilling life. Each week, I'll be releasing one episode that will either be a solo session with me or a conversation with an expert in a different field. While I hope that you find this information helpful, it's not intended to be a substitute for mental health or medical treatment or professional advice. Now let's get curious and help you to have more of the life and the relationships that you desire and so deserve. Enjoy everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Tell Me Some More with Dr. Shiva. During today's episode, we're going to be focusing on things to consider before you get back together with an ex. So before we even want to reach out to an ex, I think there's so much work that we can do in really checking in with ourselves to see what's really motivating our desire to get back with that ex. But also there's things to do once you've reached out to them, if that's something that you decide to do. And things to consider as you're going through that relationship, if it gets to that point again. As far as things to consider, I'm not a huge supporter of getting back together with our exes. I think oftentimes, you know, they're people that we've dated in the past. There's typically a reason as to why we've decided to end that relationship. But if there have been significant changes since the last time that you dated your ex, or maybe there's significant changes as far as circumstances, of course, it could be helpful to consider if you're wanting to get back to your ex how to make this next run more successful. The first thing that I would say is that a lot of times when people decide to get back together with their ex, it's really influenced by the fact that they're missing having a partner within their life versus missing the relationship that they had together. Those are two very different things. So you really want to check in with yourself to and be honest with yourself as to what's leading me to reach out to this person. Is it the fact that the dating apps or the dating process has been incredibly disappointing or that maybe I haven't met the person that I thought I would by this point? And so it's coming more out of a you know place of disappointment or desperation that we're reaching out to them. Or is it more so because you've come to the realization that this is the person that I want to have within my life. I miss this person's presence within my life. And there are genuine reasons as to why I'm reaching out to them and wanting to reach out to them specifically to restart the relationship that we had. So really checking in with ourselves. I think a lot of times when there's been a lot of distance after a breakup and distance from our former partner we oftentimes lose sight as to the factors that led to the ending of the relationship. And so we may be looking more fondly onto that relationship with more maybe rose-colored glasses and maybe idealizing that person or the relationship that we had. And so if you're not remembering as to what had led to the ending of that relationship, maybe checking in with other people. Oftentimes other people can remind us of those things that maybe weren't as pleasant as to what led us to end the relationship or maybe what led to that outcome of that ending. But once you have checked in with them, if you feel that you are genuinely a place where you want to reach out to this person, want to initiate contact with them to see if there can be a connection again. Also, I want to encourage you to really check in with yourself to see what led to the ending. What led to the ending of the relationship at that time? Maybe if it was a month ago, maybe it was a year ago or multiple years ago. What were the factors that really influenced that? And are those factors still present? right? Was it 
a unique set of circumstances. Maybe both of you were in grad school and it was an opportune time to focus on marriage or a life, a long commitment. Or were there other factors? Was it that maybe you weren't super compatible or there wasn't the chemistry that one or both partners wanted, right? So really checking in with ourselves and seeing what were the factors that led to the ending and are those factors still present? Sometimes we may not know, right? In, on the surface, maybe it seems like they're not present because we're, we don't have contact with that person. But as much as you can, you want to really see, do you anticipate that those factors will be present or have there been significant changes in that area? So let's say now you've decided to reach out to them. You feel like, well, the factors are in present. I think that maybe this would be a new opportunity. I genuinely have reflected on it and I really do want this person within my life. When you do reach out to them, you want to really pay attention to how that person responds. Someone's response to our outreach to them, to our desire to connect with them can give us a ton of information. Just because someone is open to the possibility of getting back together doesn't mean that they're necessarily wanting the same things. So let's say the person presents as, you know, being really happy to see you and connect with you. And maybe they're open to entertaining the idea of giving this another round of, you know, experiences together. But are they truly wanting the same things? I think from the beginning, it's really important for us to really consider what are the ways that I can either notice what information this person is giving me. Or if it feels comfortable to make ourselves vulnerable and really from the outset, letting them know as to what we are wanting, because you and that a person may be open to getting back together. But again, that may mean two very different things to each one of you. Maybe you're reaching out to this person because they're the love of your life and they're open to the possibility because it was a great experience. And so let's see where it goes, right? Those are two very different starting points. So we want to really notice what this person is telling us, bring up maybe what isn't being discussed, if you feel like you're not getting a lot of information. And I think that it's really important for us to be honest from the outset, again, with ourselves, but also with that other person as to what it is that we are wanting. And really directly asking them like, hey, are you on the same page? Does this fit for you? Are you hesitant? Are you not hesitant? So really taking that time to really see where is that person and emotionally, physically, mindset-wise, where are they? Are they in the place of wanting to connect in the same way that you are? Those are, again, two very different things. We also want to really be clear as to our expectations for the relationship. When we are getting back together with someone, I think oftentimes that can put a lot of pressure on the relationship. And so you want to really tune into what expectations do I have? If I get back together with this person, is the assumption that this will automatically lead to marriage? Or is this an assumption that we're going to, you know, give this another chance, see where it goes, we'll get to know each other, see if we still connect deeply. And at that point together, we're going to consider. I want to normalize that, you know, oftentimes when we do get back together with someone, we may find that we have just more expectations because you've known this person, they knew you. In at least a specific time period of your life, you've already built a level of intimacy. But we also really want to tune into what it is that we are expecting of this and how is that impacting us? What are the expectations that they may have or that other people may have of you, right? Are there other people that are involved, the communities, your friend groups, your families, right? And so that within itself can add a lot of pressure to the relationship and the outcome that it needs to get to. And so really challenging those expectations and seeing what it is that are coming up for you. 
Another thing that I think is important, in addition to checking in with ourselves, but really having really more direct and explicit conversations with our partner, let's say if you have, you know, at this point, you've shared with them your desire to reconnect, they're open to reconnecting, or they're also wanting to reconnect, you also want to see and explicitly talk about what will be different this time around. What about you will be different? What about them will be different? What about the relationship will be different? And I think collaboratively coming up with that from the beginning, having a really shared understanding as to what this experience may look like, right? And how will it be different from the past experience so that ideally you don't get to the experiencing about breakup again. So what will be different this time around? What will be the same? right? Again, for you, for that person, for the relationship as a whole. I think it's important to explicitly have these conversations with one another. This is important because it gives us more clarity, more awareness as to what to expect, as to how our partner may be showing up going forward, how we may be showing up. But also I think it's helpful because it in some ways really establishes that sense of partnership, that together we are coming up with sort of the rules of engagement as to what we can expect for each one of us. And so if those rules don't fit for you or your partner, this is the perfect opportunity to voice that, right? That's good information for us to have. If you are wanting something to look different and they're wanting it for it to look the same, if you're aware of that, that may change your decision of wanting to get back together with that person. I think the more information that we have, the more that we communicate with one another and really get on the same page of having a shared understanding, it's going to go a long way in helping us in the long term, right? In some ways, we're doing a lot of the work in the beginning to set up the foundation and have a foundation that ultimately fits for both of us. I think it's also important to explicitly discuss as to why each one of you is wanting to get back together. This is a chance to really voice the factors that are motivating our decision to reconnect. It helps us to, in a lot of ways, maybe become more vulnerable, cultivate and strengthen that sense of emotional intimacy. But also it gives us a lot of information as to where that person is, right? I think it helps them to understand where you are ultimately at. And I think this is helpful for deepening the connection, but also, again, continuing to give us greater clarity as to what this relationship may be like and what outcome each one of you is trying to get to. In addition to, you know, just the explicit communication, I know for so many of us, it's so hard to bring things up, especially when you may be thinking, well, like things are going fine or we're having so much fun. Why would I bring up this really difficult conversation? But I think it's the difficult conversations that we're not having that are ultimately oftentimes leading to the ending of a relationship. Oftentimes it's what we're not saying that can lead to that ending. So if you've already experienced an ending with someone, there are factors that are already against you, right? There are already factors that you're needing to prepare to oftentimes cope that are likely to show up within that relationship again. And so you just want to have additional support. You want to talk through things so you're able to support one another, but also be thinking about the relationship. How can I better support this relationship that maybe has a higher chance of potentially not working? Maybe, right? If we do get back into that relationship, we want to be remember that one of the most important things that you can do is take the relationship slow. Anything, I would encourage taking it slower than you would. Well, maybe not, maybe than you would with someone that you don't know, but I would take it at that same pace, to be honest. I think we want to remember that this person at this point of time is likely very different than the person that you dated. 
even if there hasn't been significant time that has passed, right? There's been a lot that's likely happened within that relationship, right? In the interim, when you haven't been connected to them, maybe they've dated other people, maybe they fall in love, but also in that interim, maybe they have feelings about what your relationship was like. So that distance has likely influenced how that person is showing up with you right now. And the fact that you have ended, depending on how you all ended, again, that too can influence the connection. And so we really want to take the relationship slow. I say this because I think a lot of times when we are getting back together with someone, there may be a tendency to speed things up, right? You may think to yourself, well, like Shiva, I know them. Like we know each other so well. We've known each other for years. We've dated for years. And there's this comfort. There's this familiarity of jumping back into that same experience, right? Jumping back into that same dynamic. But if that dynamic was good for us initially, it would have worked out, right? So we want to oftentimes think about how can I take this slow? and get back to really re-dating this person and really getting to know them more fully for where they are at right now. And during that time, as we're dating them and taking that process a lot slower, this will give us a chance to also show up more authentically, right? As this newer version of ourselves, as the self who has maybe grown in different ways, has experienced pain, has experienced maybe new hopes and desires. And it's going to show up in a way that's more authentic versus falling back into that dynamic that was established in the past. So this means, you know, allowing that person to court you, being curious, asking questions, really trying to get to know one another on a deeper level. Again, even if this feels like I've already done this, we can always get to know each other more deeply. Even if you feel like you may know what is happening for someone or has happened, I think that there's still a lot of conversation to be had. Additionally, what I would share about this is as we're taking the relationship slow, we want to remember that. And throughout the relationship, you want to have more explicit conversations and discussions as to each milestone within the relationship. So what do I mean by this? So when we're getting back together with a person, even though it's comfortable, that doesn't mean jumping back into like nightly sleepovers or moving in with the person immediately, you know, fully forward with the fact that you two are an item and a partner. It really means at every point in that relationship, let's say, you know, you've decided to leave more things around their place, or then you've decided to move in, having those be really explicit conversations. This will help to really help both of you to pause, to slow down, to really take inventory of the relationship and really see, are you ready for that next milestone? Are you ready for that next phase? And also gives both parties the opportunity to really see, is this fitting for me? And if we go to this next milestone, is this aligned with where I'm wanting to go with the relationship? So I think being more intentional as we're taking the dating process more slowly together and really being more intentional as to these different milestones and when we really get to those points for each one of us. One other thing that I think is important is to more openly discuss our non-negotiables for the relationship. And I think this is important in any relationship, right? Whenever we're dating, I think it's important to talk about what is it that we need within our relationship to really feel like it's thriving, to feel like, you know, it's really fulfilling to keep us in wanting to stay in that relationship. 
right? So is it the chemistry? Is it the emotional connection? Is it the physical attraction? Is it the compatibility? Whatever it may be, right? I think it's important to more openly discuss this. This is important because ultimately it can help us in really understanding the ways that we can show up more fully for one another and for the relationship. But also if there's differences amongst you as to what you are looking for, then you can be privy to what your partner is wanting from you. And maybe early on from that, really consider what are the ways that I'm going to fulfill these areas that are so important to them and them for you, right? Because ultimately you want to be in a relationship where it's fulfilling for both parties. So I think it's important to more openly talk about these things that we're wanting within that relationship, the non-negotiables, and really be thinking about what does this look like for each one of us and how are we going to both work together to fulfill these areas for both of us and the relationship. And then what also I would say is that it's also important as you are dating this person to prepare for the likelihood of it not working out. So we want to give it a real chance. You want to give the relationship a real chance and also be aware of the fact that it may not work out. Unfortunately, it didn't work out once. And so at this point, we're working together to make sure that outcome doesn't happen. And yet it still may not work out. And so having that in mind, I think so often we tend to put just so much pressure on ourselves as to making a relationship work, right? Especially if we've dated the person in the past or, you know, their societal, familial, cultural expectations, but really preparing for the likelihood of it not working. So I don't mean being negative, you know, being more pessimistic in the relationship. I just mean recognizing that as you are gaining awareness as to the relationship, as you're going to be more informed as to what the relationship is like. It may not fit for you and it may not fit for that other person. So it could be either a solo decision that the relationship doesn't work out or maybe a more mutual decision that the relationship doesn't work out. And if it is leaning towards not working out, how will you know? You know, I think those are things that, you know, maybe hard to identify, right? Maybe hard to know if the relationship isn't working out, but maybe especially if you want the relationship to continue, maybe it's not working out for that other person. But what I mean by this is maybe do you have in your mind, have you shared with that person, hey, you know, I have a certain time frame in my mind as to when I would know that we are in a secure relationship, one where we're wanting to continue, let's say towards marriage. And if you know, and that other person is not sure, will that be information for you? Will that be a non-negotiable for you? What will be your own expectations, right? So how will you know if something is not working out? I think that is important. So for instance, let's say for me, if I know that if I'm dating someone for a year and I've experienced certain milestones, if at that point where we've had explicit conversations, we really have tried to together genuinely connect on different levels. If at that point, I'm in a place where maybe I know that I want to be with that person, but they may not know. At that point, how am I going to react? I'm not saying that we need to all react in the same way, right? But you want to know what for you will be the reaction that you may have, right? So will it be that if at that point that person is not certain, maybe that's information for you that this isn't the relationship that you want to continue necessarily. Or maybe it's that you've already communicated to this person that you're wanting to get married. And maybe at that point, they're still unsure as to if marriage is something that's in the cards for them. Will that be information that maybe the relationship isn't working out in the ways that you're wanting for you? The reason I say this is because sometimes when we're in a relationship, especially when we have a lot of feelings involved and invested and we maybe are feeling really connected to that person and we're really wanting to work it out, 
it may be hard to see the data, right? And to see it objectively. And I think it's helpful sometimes to have that data in your mind, especially if you have, if you have history with someone, you know how they maybe in the past have responded. I think it's helpful to have that data in mind, even before you start to attach really strong feelings so that should that data show up, you have something to ground your decision in, right? So even if our emotions are wanting us to maybe wait another six months, wanting us to wait another year, if you have certain data that's present, will that change your decision? And so I think it's helpful to know that for each one of us. And that is very different for each one of us. There's no judgment, right? You may decide that I want to continue working on that relationship forever until maybe the person decides or is ready. And that's completely okay. That's a personal decision. But also you want to see what is the impact of that, right? How is that going to impact me? So really being prepared for the information and what the data will be. One other thing that I would consider is really being explicit and having more direct conversations with one another as to what you are going to do when conflict shows up within the relationship or when there are disagreements or things that maybe you have differing perspectives on. What are the ways that you will handle those situations? How are you going to handle the conflict? How are you going to come together? This is important because this will help to prepare you for conflicts, difficulties, challenges that we're all likely to experience within our relationships and helps us to be more skilled in navigating those situations as a couple together. But also it can give us a ton of information as to someone's willingness to do the work with us, as to someone's willingness to do the work throughout the relationship. So what are they willing to do? And is it aligned with the partner that I want to have? And then finally, I think. Also, just really being compassionate with ourselves throughout the process. As you go through this process of redating the person, a lot is likely to come up with ourselves within that relationship, maybe past experiences. Again, we may be responding based on our expectations. And so really being compassionate with yourselves and remembering that even if the relationship doesn't work out, not every loss is an ending, right? So really seeing what can I take away from this experience? It may even be helpful, you know, and sometimes when people get back together, I feel like, you know, the helpful part is that if you've truly done the work and you feel like as a couple, you've done the work and you've been intentional and you've communicated and yet it still doesn't work out and changes have been made, right? And it doesn't work out. That can also be information that, you know, you gave it a really fair shot, right? And If it didn't work out, maybe it is time to now go and focus on another chapter of your life, another experience with someone else. But again, even when it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean that it was a loss. There's experiences that we had, there's traits that a person had, there's a way that we felt in our relationship that made us want to go back for more, made us wanted to re-experience that, made us want to invest so much in our relationship. And so being curious about that, that's going to give you information as to the person that you're looking for, as the experiences that you're wanting to have, as the person that you want to be, right? So again, seeing what can I take away from this? And as you go through the process, being as honest with yourself, taking as much responsibility, accountability for what is yours, but also allowing that person to take the responsibility and accountability if it doesn't work out. And so before reaching out to a former partner, really take the time to check in with yourself, notice what's motivating you to reach out and really take the time to really consider these questions. Thank you, everyone. I hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope that it offered you maybe certain questions to help you in really more accurately reflecting on your past experiences. 
And after you go through this process, maybe you decide you don't want to reach out to that person or you want to maybe wait a little bit longer, whatever it may be. This is something that I think the more that we're clear on our motivations, the more intentional that we are, the more that will ultimately serve us in our future relationships. Alrighty, everyone. Well, I hope to connect with you all soon. Take good care. And until next time, bye everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to tell me some more with Dr. Shiva. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you would subscribe, share, and write me a five-star review on iTunes so that we can build this wonderful community and support others in living fulfilling lives. Just a reminder that this podcast and information shared is solely for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. It's not meant to be a substitute for mental health or medical treatment or advice. If you're looking for additional support in your journey, please seek out a qualified professional. Until next time, everyone, talk soon.